I feel like the biggest thing I do before the pod every single week is I go and get myself a sandwich and an energy drink. So it makes me extra burpy and like gassy for the pod. Do you eat it really fast? No, I just uh, I just do it like very soon before the pod. Oh, I see. What kind of sandwich is it? Uh, there's a I, I get a, a barbecue pork sandwich from you're gonna laugh from Quick Trip because they're kind of good. And Spencer, uh, I I can respect that honestly. I, I I'm not above a convenience store barbecue sandwich. Yeah, because uh, in Texas, it's it's kind of hard to fuck that up in Texas. Yeah, but still, it's like, you know, to to the northeastern United States listeners here, you know, it'd be like going to Wawa's or Sheets. Because uh, there's not really a we don't have those here, which sucks. You ever been to you ever had Wawa's or Sheets there, Michael? No. Uh, uh, is it like Bucky's? Eh, smaller and more prevalent, but OK. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, Basi- so it's one of those gas stations. Gotcha. Yeah, it's basically a gas station you can get food at, which is you know that's kind of cool. So it's like a mini travel center. I'm at, I, I'm not that concerned about our northeastern or whatever region of America you're listening from because you've probably heard of at least one of these places. But imagine not being from America and it just sounds like we're naming like fake things: Bucky's, Sheets, Wawa. Like, there- sounds like we've. <laughs> We're creating they're, some like strange cartoon show. They're petrol stations. Petrol where, stations where there's food available. Yeah. And it's not just like uh, non-perishables. They actually make food there. Exactly. They It's like a like a like a little fast food, but. A gas station. So you can get gas for the car and then yourself. Hi, welcome to. <laughs> Welcome wow. to Dad Jokes with with Michael. <laughs> but for but for real, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers. The podcast where every single week, Michael and Spencer present themselves as regular old people when really we're spoiled, rich, and popular and cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that either. I'm your host, <laughs> Spencer Palio. <laughs> And with me, as always, is the Lord and Savior of the podcast about the killers. The only person who could be the wacky comedy to my supreme deadpanedness, Michael Y. Nance. Michael, what's the Y stand for? Youth culture. Is that all uh, one word or is it like a hyphenated word? It's a uh, it's yeah, it's a hyphenated word. Uh, my parents were um, professional drum circlers ah. and they just really wanted me to always feel the spirit of youth, uh, even as I advance in age. You're going to be you're going to be 90 and you're just going to be like. Damn, damn that. Yeah, I'll be pissed at. It, the, all the old generations, even though I am the old generation. Yeah, yeah. You'll just you'll just hate hate the Zoomers and the or the the Xers and and the Boomers and everything. But you'll be like old. So yeah, I mean, 
everybody's heard me on the pod. I, I frequently speak like I'm a Zoomer and uh, I'm currently uh, vaping and I'm wearing a long sleeve Vaporwave shirt, um, some sweatpants that have anime characters on them and uh, a dad hat. So I'm with it. Why, why are you wearing a dad hat inside? Because I'm vibing, Spencer. If Brittany comes in here and vibe checks me, what am I going to do? Okay, are you wearing like pastel and or white colored sunglasses also? You know it, dude. Uh, bro, you need to take a picture of that. Send it to me and I'm going to post it on the Twitter. Just, just I'm not wearing any of these things in real life. Spencer. I, no, I know, but you need to wear those things. Oh, okay. Take a picture of it in front of your microphone holding like a beer or like a fucking four loco or some something that the kids <laughs> today drink. All right. With a big ass grin on your face. And uh, I'm going to post it on the on the pod and or on the pod account and be like vibe check. <laughs> I really appreciate the way you said vibe check. It's the uh, only it's it's legally the only way you're allowed to say vibe check. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, it's a very new law. Yeah, I know. Uh, speaking of uh, important things to remember, like like laws, if you're wondering, uh, we have a birthday today. Oh, yeah. Whose birthday? Uh, Hot Fusses. The birthday of Hot Fuss, where it yeah. all started. Yeah. So if you're wondering when we're recording this, we're recording on June 7th, a.k.a. Hot Fuss birthday day. So uh, how old is Hot Fuss? 17. Wow. That was 17 years ago. Yeah, I know, right? Now I'm feeling now this is when I feel aged. 17 years ago, I was banging that album verified everybody banging it. It's kind of hot. Somebody I remember that summer when this album came out, uh, one of my friends would was the oldest of us and could drive and had a car. So she would play this album uncomfortably loud in the car. This is and a girl who wears Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> I mean, when I met her, I said my name was Rich. <laughs> she looked like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch. Do you know that all of those guys are dead? Every single one of them. Wow. Yeah, that's my uh, that's my sad story for the day. Wow. Yeah, all of uh, all of LFO are dead. I think. What if we'll they sold their souls to the devil to make that song? Summertime uh, kids or whatever. Yeah. For, for, and then he came a knocking. For the record, OMC, the other three letter band named band uh, who made my favorite song of all time. Uh, how bizarre. Uh, how bizarre. Thank you for remembering my favorite song. <laughs> I got you, Spence. Thanks, bro. The the band that rem- that wrote my favorite song of all time. Also all dead. What? That's way sadder. Yeah. Apparently. I don't want to quantify, but. Apparently, if you're a band that had a hit song in the 90s that was named with three letters, you're all dead. Damn. That is so sad. We'll never get a How Bizarre reunion tour. Yeah. That's. uh, It's kind of a bummer. I never got to see the band who wrote my favorite song live. Remember, like 
some odd years ago when all those bands from the 90s were on like that Summerland tour. Remember that? For the sake of this conversation, sure. Hey, you got to Google it, Spencer. Uh, it It's like all the karaoke songs you've ever heard from 90s rock had a tour. It was like Everclear and fucking some, Sugar Ray. I mean, they're doing and, one this year. It's... uh fucking Everclear, Living Color, Hoobastank, and Weedus. Wow. That's kind of sick. You want to go? They <laughs> are playing... Hold on. No. They're, they're playing Cedar Park uh, July 11th. Shit, you want to go? To go see Everclear, Living... The only... I only would want to see Living Color. I don't give a shit about those other three bands. I want to see all of those. I want to fucking see Weedus. <laughs> That'd be fucking sick. Teenage Dirtbag Live. That's all you're going to see it for. Yeah, you got a problem with that? <laughs> all right. I, I want to see Everclear, to be honest with you. I fucking know tons of Everclear songs. I, I know quite a few Everclear songs. I, I own I fucking, I think, I don't know what the album was, the one with AM Radio on it, which Loki, that album sucks, but that album fucking rules. Okay. And like, hey. come on, dude, let's do it. It'll be funny. <laughs> that's why i go to shows now after is just to because it's funny <laughs> i mean have you ever fucking hung out with me um, yes <laughs> yes apparently everclear is always on this this is it's like apparently it's their the, thing yeah it's it's literally their idea we've talked about everclear before on the pod in oh definitely episode with your sister yeah and i know you know i, I art alexakis the lead singer well known. He was on Ned's Declassified. Okay. Yes. I, I did know about that. Yeah, because I showed it to you on pod. Too bad we and missed too bad we missed Summerland 2016, which had the entirety of the uh Disney Food and Wine Festival tour bands. Everclear, Sugar Ray, Lit, and Sponge. I feel like they were they've all played Epcot during the Food and Wine Festival. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about how Spencer slowly realizes he's a boomer. Eh, whatever. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> there is a Reddit thread about how Hot Fuss is 17, but do we want to read it? I don't give a shit about it. Oh, never mind. Top comment is by fucking Machops Don't Cry. Tracks, oh, of course, this is. And this I've is had it favorite. with this game. Nice. Wow. Clever Machops don't cry. I will give you a begrudging upvote of respect. Yeah. I want to see controversial on this thread, though. Let me see. Okay, do it. Uh, speaking of hot fuss, I don't know what Brittany and I were. Okay, Larky 18 is the controversial one. Not a perfect album by any means. That's what's controversial. That's but insanely impressive to come out of the gate with an album as polished and catchy as this. A sure shot, a sure sign of the great things to come. It still blows my mind that these were the first songs that Brandon wrote. Mr. Brightside, you, oh, Mr. Brightside, you kidding me? You hear the guitar riff in one session, take the tape home, and come back the very next session with all the lyrics hammered out. Just like that, the man's a genius. It's not like they're complicated fucking lyrics, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. it. It, I mean, here, it, I do love Hot Bus. It's great. What oh, it's, a great debut it, album. It's a it's a bazanger. 
Bazanger. Uh, I like this uh, fun fact here. Oh. By I am somebody Mr. said Rightside. that the towers are in Pyongyang, North Korea, and then somebody corrected them. I thought it was true that it was. I didn't think that these were in Pyongyang, but. That's kind of sick. That'd be cool. Yeah. You said you had a funny story to tell me. Tell me your funny story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of hot fuss and the era of uh, that era of killers, I, I, Brittany, Brittany and I were watching a music video of the killers recently. Which one? And what's the song we did most recently? Uh, the way it was. The way, it, the way was. it was. So we watched the music video for the way it was. I don't even remember the music video for the way it was, to be honest with you. And it had all the guys in it. And <laughs> Brittany was watching it and she was like, oh, so the that guy. And she pointed at Ronnie is the only one who's not attractive. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Harsh. Oh. Stunting on Ronnie. Poor guy. You know, OK, so so Bert just posted Bert posted on Reddit about our pod and I am super appreciative and it was super cool and lots of people like looked us up and it definitely created some traction for the pod. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Brittany. But you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be dissing Uh, my boy Ronnie like that. I mean, we all have a fascination with Ronnie. He compels us. So. What can I say? I don't blame her. She was just given an honest truth. But hey, you know, big ups to Brandon, Dave and Mark. You all made the cut. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's also a Reddit thread that I saw that relates to an earlier episode. Uh, so the mighty Senate one day ago posted for reasons unknown. I forgot my arguments. My head don't think the way it used to. And then it's the. Uh, that one guy with the, you know, change my mind desk, man. Uh, and uh, it's the for reasons unknown is about <laughs> Alzheimer's changed my mind. And we literally did a whole episode on this. So. Uh, yeah, the, yes, the, it is not about Alzheimer's. It's not about Alzheimer's. The any suggestions that it is are completely unsourced. The only one who agrees with you is uh, genius dot com. And they have no source on their suggestions. Uh, hilarious picture of an old lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tons of hilarious pictures of old ladies in that genius page. Uh, it, but OK, can you put this link in the watch together from Intrepid Renegade 89? They link. Did we watch that, that he addresses it at Royal Albert, Albert Hall during the uh, episode? I, well, let's 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 listen to it. I, I let's watch. It I'm again. pretty sure let's he. See. Pretty sure he doesn't. I I seem to recall we did look at this. Let's see. Let's take a look. No, he fucking doesn't. Oh, no. Maybe, maybe it's at the end. Maybe Unless it's at the, the end. end. Let's go to the end. Dave is wearing a killer's shirt. That's kind of sick. Although mixed feelings because you're not supposed to wear your merch. Yeah, he doesn't fucking maybe it's in the middle. I'm not going to fucking search for this. No, right. one, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're 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 continuously wrong. It's not about that. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about his grandmother has Alzheimer's. It'd be such a weird way to write that. Filled with hate. 
Okay. So, well, so Michael. Yeah. If I were to uh, open up some sort of uh, overnight lodging in uh, perhaps San Francisco, and I wanted to give uh-huh. it a really on the nose name about uh, what it was and what state it was in, what could I call it? Um, Alabama House. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> you're welcome. I knew exactly what you were going for. I mean, the Alabama house. The <laughs> For the record, that joke was scripted. <laughs> oh, you're giving away the magician secrets. I don't care. Uh, I, I wrote, I'm really, I'm going to really obviously prompt you to say Hotel California. Your job is to ruin it as hilariously as possible. Good luck. Little tidbits like that and more are available in all the Google Docs, which are available to you if you sign up for our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Soul of a Trucker Killers podcast. Yeah, that's right. I did a little pluggy plug. Wow. Look at this. This is a whole new side of Spencer that we're getting. He's entrepreneurial. Are you wearing like uh, suspenders right now with dollar signs on them? I'm wearing a sticks t-shirt. Sticks. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So how about the so the the song, the cover Hotel California by the by Rhythms Del Mundo featuring the killers. The cover by by the Eagles originally. <laughs> wow, that was uh, certainly a way to describe it. What, what do you think of this? Um, I, This is a pretty cool cover, I think. I really like the what the having rhythms del mundo adds to this. And it's one it's like the type of cover that I want to hear something that like fundamentally changes something about the song. And this does that by having a completely different like rhythm backing and like it gives it like a salsa feel. It's much more um, dusky and I don't know, sultry. I like it a lot. If there were like steel guitars in it, would it be more of a barbecue sauce feel? If there were like, you know, sitars, would it be more of a hummus feel? I don't know what what Mediterranean instruments there are. (laughs) I just I just realized that you're talking about salsa. Yeah. Can you imagine uh, uh, what style of dance is that? Um, It's hummus i'm doing hummus okay we gotta look this up is there a hummus dance it's gonna be painful it's gonna be like the mom hummus dance oh oh wow i don't even know oh no (laughs) there is there are none of these that are worth i don't want there's a song called all about that paste (laughs) oh no no that's awful that's uh there's this first there's a computer animated cat uh there's a child with a video called the hummus dance dot wmv there's there's none of these that i want to click i i am i am super good 
what is this? I I don't want. Do we want to click any of these? No, no. There's nothing. There's nothing here for us, Spencer. We gotta go back. Okay. What do you think about this song? Give me uh, your critique. It's weird, and I don't like it. Oh wow! See, this is classic duality of pod. Duality of pod. Duality of pod. That's I, right. I think it is. I think it is an okay cover, but I don't think Brandon. Brandon's just weird. Like this whole song, like he. He sounds like a ghost narrating the story of how he got trapped in the Hotel California. <laughs> That's kind of cool, though. It's 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 a little spooky. I don't I don't know how I feel about it. I dig it. It's great. There when I did the song come out? In the doorway. Woo. <laughs> when did the song come out? Uh, it's like 2009, I think. Yeah, 2009 okay. is when. So, day and age era. Yes, the record Rhythms Del Mundo Classics released. And uh, I do want to talk about Rhythms Del Mundo because I had never. I, I did research right before the episode. Because I am always on on my my thing. But so Rhythms Del Mundo is a nonprofit collaborative album, which has a all star cast of Cuban musicians. And a bunch of them are members of the Buena Vista Social Club, which is a ensemble of Cuban musicians. And their first album has a bunch of uh, covers of bands featuring those bands. Interesting. So we should listen to a couple of these because some of them are. Is this in the Google Doc? Oh, no, I I, no, okay. I didn't really. I planned to do this, but I didn't know how to segue into it. But, you know, through the power. Okay, of... So we're looking at this first album from Rhythms Del Mundo, right? Yeah. And and I want to show you the uh, Coldplay one. And then I also want to listen to the Franz Ferdinand one, which I just noticed. So we got to do that. I wanted the Arctic Monkeys, Spencer. Okay, we'll do all three. This is our podcast. We can do whatever the hell we want, Michael. No, 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 no. They won't let us. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a Coldplay featuring Rhythms Del Mundo. And I'm like 95% sure that Rhythms Del Mundo just like contacted Coldplay, Steve Coldplay of Coldplay. I don't know his name. And uh, yeah, it's, it's Steve Coldplay. You're right. And instead of sending like uh, a new performance, he just sent him sent them his audio from the original song completely unchanged. So check it out. For the record, that- it starts with it's I think this is just the, the video of the Coldplay song, but yeah. Oh, wait, oh, no, man, this that is dude the, has a sick vibe. This is super sick. See? It's just it's just the Coldplay guy. Yeah. Doing but they're making it seem like that guy's singing. 
I know. It's like a like a big band black and white video, and there's like a little kid watching a TV late at night, I guess. This isn't even as good as the freaking Hotel California. This is so lame. This the the clocks with the rhythms del mundo. Rhythms del mundo is slapping, but clocks, eh. It's better with his like sad piano. This music is too happy for for what this song is like. Because it's so melancholy. How can you be melancholy when you're amongst this like awesome rhythms del mundo music? Yeah. The hell. Like, can you imagine you come home and you've had a hard day and like you just want to lay down and cry, but like behind you is this music? <laughs> you feel like I need to turn this happy music off. <laughs> need this, this these rhythms are too vibrant. They're del mundo. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the next one? Okay, we're doing Arctic Monkeys. We're going to see if this one's better. Yeah, I assume you have Oh, wait, it. there's no video for it. Yeah, there's not a video, but you still okay, have it. Okay, I a... gotta go find it. I have the internet, everyone. I bet I can get it before you. Suck fuck, I did get it before you. I'm trying not to type too loud because you get cranky about that. It's, it's, more, it's more the clicking, and I'm just as guilty of clicking. Anyway, I've okay. got it here. Oh, yeah, link it. Let's see. Okay. Conclusive, Conclusive proof of global warming. <laughs> global warming. Arctic monkeys found in Cuba or India. What? What is happening? Get on your dancing shoes. There's one thing on your mind. See, this is way better. That's pretty well edited. Right? What is, what is this a clip from, I wonder? Uh, drugs. It's people dancing in a dance club called Silver Jubilee. See, this is an incredible mashup here. Yeah, it's basically they got the original like vocal track and they just played over it. Right. Now I kind of get what's going on because I'd only listened to the one and I was just like, what the hell's going on? And the thing is, like the, the second album, it's very clearly original like track. Right. Exactly. But so, I guess this is when they're trying to this is before they had the. Yeah, they're trying clout. to. Exactly. OK, so. Here is uh, so one more because I, I want to hear this one because I'm curious. Okay. So this is the Dark of the Matinee by Franz okay. Ferdinand covered by Rhythms Del Mundo. OK. You can hear the riff in the background, by the way. Oh, they actually. And yeah. Hell yeah. This is awesome. This is somehow makes the song way sexier. Right. 
That was fucking sick. 10 out of 10 rhythms, Del Mundo. Yeah, that was that was the best of the three, to be yeah. honest. It was super. That was uh, mad sexy. Told you. Um, <laughs> so so looking at the. So looking at the second album, Rhythms Del Mundo Classics, there's a lot of ones I want to hear. Um, and I'm going to link this in the Google Doc because. So that's the first one. This is the sequel. You should click that one because there's some ones in this one that sound really interesting. Uh, the one oh. the one that draws my eye and I can't imagine why is Beat It featuring Fallout Boy and John Mayer. Oh, no, I feel I I, I have a lot of questions and I want to hear. I them. didn't. I remember that Fallout Boy and John Mayer version of Beat It. Wait, but I didn't realize they did a. Rhythms Del Mundo with Fallout Boy and John Mayer. You want to hear it? <sighs> okay. This is the last one of these, and it's going to be so bad because this version of I, this version of Beat It did not do it for me when it came out. Not the Rhythms Del Mundo one. I've never heard that. I'm talking about the John Mayer uh, Fallout well, Boy one. Well, you're free. I can't find it. <gasps> It's because it's considered an abomination by God and it was deleted. By by God? Yeah, all of them. By God. My God. No, I said by God. By God, for God. So, yeah, I mean, this is cool, I guess. It's it's kind of neat that the killers did Hotel California. But it, I, I think it came out great. I'm glad that they did this this song. Because it fits their vibe super well. And I'm glad that they recorded, you you know, like their own. Well, obviously, it wouldn't be the killers if they just played the like Don Henley vocals over the, the Rhythms Del Mundo. I mean, but, it's it's basically a, it's basically a killer song. Yeah. Um, Hotel California. It's, it's got it's got a lot of the same like uh, images, you know, driving through the desert, um, meeting a mysterious girl uh, stabbing something to death. Basically the same shit. Something gets stabbed to death in Hotel California? Well, they can't kill it, kill but they keep, they keep trying to stab it to death. So I guess unsuccessfully stabbing things to death? Pretty sure it's a metaphor, Spencer. I, I don't know anything about Hotel California. I assume all the lyrics are literal. And... <laughs> <laughs> That's my shtick for this week. I think there's multiple interpretations of what Hotel California means. I don't know if there's one universal. I mean, OK, I've listened to Hotel California once or twice. Uh, what's it about to you, Michael? Tell me what you think. Uh, addiction. OK, explain. That's what I think it's about. Um, well, we can talk about it when we read the lyrics, because I'll need to read the have the lyrics in front of me. Okay, I've never I've never heard addiction. That's an interesting one. Yeah, so we'll we'll read this and we'll see this interpretation. I mean, there's multiple things that make me think about that, like yeah, be, not being able to kill the beast, and you can never leave, and all that kind of thing. So we'll we'll see. Well, let's look at this Reddit thread before we go into the lyrics. Okay. Right. This hotel. This uh. This hotel thread is called Lyrics California. No. Um, <laughs> 
So user Kenchu14 says, do you like Hotel California cover by TK? Quote, I think I like it more than the original song by the Eagles. Uh, top comment is from uh, the most popular user on Reddit, Deleted. He yeah. says, me too. Yeah. And then sort by controversial. Oh, Machops don't cry on here. Yeah. Uh, it, Jaded Diamond. Double oh nine says it's their worst cover, and Machops don't cry says agreed. Ah, oh, God, we're gonna fight one day. Uh, Machops don't cry. You and I agree with each other for once. Congratulations. Nope. You're wrong. It's not their worst cover. You're a hundred. What's their worst cover that we've done so far? <sighs> I didn't care for the U two one, but that's that says more about U two. I mean, uh, it's U two. That doesn't. What count. else have we done? Because I like this more than I like Four Winds. Uh, I mean, I think Four Winds was like such a fucking. The original song was so good that I felt like Four Winds couldn't be really topped. Is the problem? Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. We have we have three more covers, and a couple of them are ones that I would probably suggest are not as good maybe okay well i like this song so i but i i think it helps with covers also if you like the original song and i know hotel california is super played out it is yeah. for me too i would never casually listen to this song and i probably wouldn't listen wait, to wait, the killer's wait. version casually it's, wait hotel california is by the eagles Yes, it is by the Eagles. You said U2 for some reason. No, I didn't say U2. Okay, well, it sounded my maybe your audio cut out. I don't know. I, I wasn't saying who it was by. I was just saying I the Eagles version is or maybe so, I did. I don't know. It's very overplayed. Version, it is. It's incredibly overplayed. And so even liking the killer version, I probably wouldn't listen to this song casually that much just because I've heard Hotel California. So many times, infinity times, right? It's if you listen to any rock station or Bob FM, sometimes even pop stations that play oldie like oldies now. Uh, it's just like, oh, here, here we go again. Also, my dad loved the Eagles, so there you go. Well, there you go. You want to hear a <laughs> you want to hear a completely unrelated and very original song by a, a YouTuber called Daniel Thrasher who. I'm very quietly a huge fan of. Yes. Uh, so that he made a video a while back called when you accidentally write songs that already exist and I'm going to click it and then we okay, got to go. Okay. So you're, so we got to go 88 seconds in, but basically uh, the setup is he is a student who is uh, given the assignment to write an original song by his music teacher. And here's okay. here's the relevant section. Okay, scratch that. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna change the instrument to guitar and I'm gonna transpose it up a couple so I don't even know what key we're in. Alright, there's no way that this is gonna match anything that has ever been written. Completely original song. I don't. No. <laughs> I like Bad. this video. know what that is. Welcome to 
bed and breakfast. Play anything else. <laughs> there you go. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. You should Incredible. Check out, you should check out that YouTube channel. He has almost 3 million subscribers. He does not need me fucking shilling for him, but his content is usually kind of funny. So, yeah. That was well done. Very well done. Also, he's a surprisingly good musician. Not yet. Uh, clearly. Anyway, you want to look at them lyrics? Lyrics time already? Yeah. yeah, we're only an hour into the. Oh, wow. We're only 40 minutes in. Kind of blew through there, didn't we? So we're going. To, we. Oh, my God. Now, buckle up, because this is one of those songs. Holy Jesus. Where literally everything. Every fucking annotated. thing. Every piece of lyrics is annotated. So buckle up. Are you doing the lyrics or are you doing the annotations? I'm doing the annotations this time, Spencer, okay? Because okay, I actually have an opinion okay. about this song. Okay, you're so like, what am I like? Tell me. <laughs> you're like, um, where's California? <laughs> That's fairly accurate. Uh, for the record, everyone, we are using the lyrics from the Eagles uh, song. Because the killers one had no annotations. And while that would make for funny pod. I feel like Michael has an opinion, so we should use the real thing. <laughs> anyway, read the uh, beginning of the page annotation and also read the what of the artist said about the song. OK, uh, let's see. One of the most mysterious and widely speculated songs in rock history, Hotel California, is best described in the words of its creators. As Don Henley explained in the Daily Mail, dated 9-11-2007. Never forget. Good time. Some of the... (laughs) What? Good time for an interview. Yeah, absolutely. Some of the wilder interpretations of that song have been amazing. It was really about the excesses of American culture and certain girls we knew, but it was also about the uneasy balance between art and commerce. Okay. So, okay, we're going to, I guess creators. So you can, you can get linked that to addiction, I guess. Yeah. Though the annotations to the left do their best to decipher Henley and co's words. It's important to keep in mind a quote and classic malapropism from Eagle, from Eagles member, Glenn Frey. Fry, sorry. Vagary is the primary tool of songwriters. Accurate. Very accurate. Brandon's like, check. And then he shoots a three from like the stands and swishes it. (laughs) I like I like how cool Brandon is in this description. (laughs) Yeah, you know, Brandon's super cool and very good at basketball. I always thought of Ronnie as the cool one. Brandon's kind of like the quiet artsy one. Yeah, I, Mark's probably pretty quiet, too. No, Mark is like the quiet, cool one. He's like he's like that dude you knew in high school who played guitar, but never like talked about it. But he definitely would play uh fucking, you know, that song Wonderwall at every party. Mark. Yeah, Mark. Hmm. Not Dave, Mark, the bass player. I don't know about that, Spencer. No, Dave I think he was quiet. I, he seems like a quiet, cool one. Yeah, he's the quiet, cool one. Dave, Dave is probably also like that, but he probably <laughs> he did it. He probably was sick at guitar, also. You know, Mark very like casually picked up a guitar. It's like I probably know one or two songs, and just 
fucking ripped out Wonderwall and then got laid a lot. Spencer, it's like the fantasy of like a 14 year old boy. This is fucking high school. That's these little in this version of the story, they're all 14 year old boys. <laughs> what do you what do you want from me? I played Wonderwall and got laid a lot. That's yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Have you ever seen that thing online where the kid like the like 10-year-old writes a porno or something? That's what that reminds me of. What? <laughs> the picture is like a woman who's like, look at my boobs. And he's like, you're awesome. And that's awesome. Hold on. Now I'm looking. No, that's not what I'm looking up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hi, welcome to don't Google that, everybody. <laughs> yeah, Spencer's about to Google something that people with SEO knowledge will know is something you don't want to put in your search yeah, bar. Don't put the words 10 year old and porno in the same Google search. But officer, I said it was four kids. Oh, four. Jesus. Boy, is there fucking red on my face. <laughs> Oopsie daisies. <laughs> How do you even Google that? I, I was I was trying to Google exactly what you described. Ten year old writes a porno, and then I immediately regretted it. Ugh. I'm like, my brain did not catch up with my hands. Oh well, this so, might be the last episode of Solo Truck. Well, you know, luckily uh, this is all recorded, and there's context, and I can just play this for the police, and we're all good. Oh, man, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have a field day if you're at your at your trial, Spencer. Oh Jesus. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, go on. There's more to this. Holy shit! You want me to read this whole thing? I don't know. You're fucking the one reading. No, we got, we got, we got this. So we don't need to hear anything else about the song from the Eagles. So. They, we got the interpretation that they've got. But I mean, I do think it could be about a lot of things, um, though. Don Henley describes it that way and he sings it. You know, it is true that all this like, you know, lyrics are generally full of metaphor and symbolism. So we know that from listening to Mr. Flowers. OK, so verse one, Don Henley. On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair, warm smell of Kalidas rising up through the air. Oh, man, this is also one of those ones where people have like curated their genius. Christ. OK, uh, this annotation, I can't ever see who's the an the annotators are. There are seven contributors to this fucking seven annotation. So the use of Kalidas, literally meaning little tales in Spanish. Desert and Mission Bell are all evocative of deserts and the area's Spanish influences. Don Felder described the line in an interview. The Kalidas is a plant that grows in the desert that blooms at night, and it has this kind of pungent, almost funky smell. Don Henley came up with a lot of the lyrics for that song, and he came up with Kalitas. When we try to write lyrics, we try to write lyrics that touch multiple senses. Things you can see, smell, taste, hear. I heard the mission bell, you know, or the warm smell of Kalidas talking about being able to relate something through your sense of smell. 
just those sorts of things. So that's kind of where Kalidas came from. So there you go. Go on. Oh, you're not going to read the oh. whole thing? That's it? Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The word is widely rumored to be Mexican slang for marijuana, but none of the band members have addressed this interpretation. <laughs> However, Glenn Fry told the San Francisco Chronicle in 2003, it, Kalidas, means little tails, the very top of the plant. That was a dark, strange period of my life. What? Very weird. Okay, whatever. Up ahead in the distance, <laughs> I saw a shimmering light. Christ. There was a... Okay, I'm going to try start curtailing some of these. Yeah. Uh, there is... Oh, wow. There is a widespread false perception that this song is about heroin addiction. Okay. You see that part? False perception? I didn't say specifically heroin. I could it could be alcohol or whatever. He is referring to the allure of drugs, although in the context of the song, it can also be interpreted as the allure of the Hollywood music industry, drugs, money, women, etc., drawing him with its false pr promises of ha unhappiness through sensual pursuits. So there you go. We don't need to read the next part because the next part's like where it starts to become like a research paper. My head grew heavy and my sight grew dim. I had to stop for the night. A wordplay describing the combined, almost hypnotic or intoxicating effects of the cool wind, warm smell of Kalitas, and the shimmering light from the previous lines, much more than any literal falling asleep at the wheel. Go on, Spencer. Oh, there's, there's not that much to this one. I figured you'd want to read it. Okay, whatever. There she stood in the doorway. Oh, wait, what? I'm sorry, everyone. My mission, my... Uh, there we go. She could she could be many things, an actual woman, a bad decision, his past, his future. Basically, though, the bot basically, though, the bottom line is that she is bad news that looks very good. <laughs> mm. And then there's a comment here by Shell that says, if this song is really about the haunted hotel, California on Mexico, then it talks about a ghost girl that pretends to work there called Mercedes. Mercedes. Sweet. There's a haunted hotel. Yeah, I heard the mission hotel bell. California. Yeah, I heard the mission okay. bell. He may have been referring to San Miguel Arcangel, one of California's oldest inland missions. Mission or church bells normally ring for some type of church function. Okay. Here it can serve as a divine warning from a sign from above, a call to escape, a contrast to the mysterious woman in the doorway. However, in this dysfunctional, confusing scene, the bell has questionable efficacy and is almost part of the force drawing him into the hotel, leaving listeners to wonder whether it's warning or luring him. Ooh. By the way, all of these annotations have like six or seven contributors. If you want to know who fucking wrote all of these, Go to the Look annotations page for the Eagles song. All right. We we ain't got time for that. And I was look it up. Yeah, look it up. And I was thinking to myself, this could be heaven or this could be hell. Like normally I'm all for attribution, but like this one's too much of a pain. The Go hedonistic on. Hollywood life, specifically in the music industry, can often feel like both heaven and hell. Henley outlines the ups and downs of Hollywood and more generally life in its entirety. 
Notice how this religious imagery comes right after the knell of the mission bell. Whoa. And then like Flint says, I think this line also points to the potential for some temptation or allure, which is alluded to throughout the song, to be a gamble. Either it could turn out enjoyable and pleasurable, or it could be a big mistake, which ends badly. She lit up a candle and she showed me the way. This is this is the most arduous lyrics we've ever done. It's not Seriously, true. all of these. So f- look how much left there is left to this song. Spencer. We're not even out of the first verse. <laughs> the candle is probably referring to a cigarette. She showed me the way means that this girl is leading him into the life of set drugs, sex and hedonism. Usually it's the other way around, but okay. Or the narrator is painting the woman as some kind of Ariadne figure, figure, a savior who both leads him into and out of darkness. Mott 20 says heroin users often use a candle to boil the water slash heroin mix before shooting it up. My opinion, (laughs) it would be this rather than a cigarette. I think she just lit a candle because it's haunted. Spoopy. There were voices down the corridor. I thought I heard them say. These voices are the allure and temptation of making music and living the life that accompanies it in California, the hotbed of the entertainment industry. Yolo Emerald says earlier on the verse, the Kalidas means drugs slash illegal drugs. So maybe he is hallucinating and hearing some voices deep inside his head. That's why he said there were voices down the corridor. I thought I heard them say the rest of the fucking lyric. (laughs) Welcome to the Hotel California. The Hotel California likely represents memories. And in this case, those specific to Don Henley and the Eagles as they started making a name for themselves in music. Hotel California is that safe haven of nostalgia and guilt where you can avoid the future and present by reliving the past. People say, this is a quote, people say, where's the Hotel California? A lot of places say they're the one, they're the one, but there is no one. It was L.A. Joe Walsh on the Sonic Highways HBO's special. In the 1980s, some Christian evangelists alleged that Hotel California referred to a San Francisco hotel purchased by Anton LaVey. Founder of Satanism. Hell converted yeah. It, converted Literally. it into the Church of Satan. I can't think of any more any band more satanic than the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like the ultimate fucking boomer dad band. I could totally be Anton LaVey for Halloween. Yeah, you just put on. You... Can I borrow Tony? Yeah, sure. I'll borrow Tony. I need a, one earring. And although, I gotta... although Tony's a corn snake, that is a. Uh, uh... Uh, looks like some sort of python. Okay. Spencer, how can you tell these things about snakes? Because uh, I have a fucking pet snake and snakes have distinctive snouts depending on what they is. And that's a python. Whereas corn Snake snakes facts. are more. I don't know. They're they're not quite like 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 hog nosed, but they're like a little. Pythons have longer snouts. Interesting. I did not know that about snakes. I know nothing about snakes. Yeah, snakes rule. Okay. Such a lovely place. 
Such a lovely place. Such a lovely face. Everyone assumes that the music industry is fantastic once you make it. But in reality, there are many negative aspects that can lure you in. Drugs, alcohol, women, among other vices. Such a lovely place is used symbolic of the escapism that comes along with it all. Sterling says, Escapism is right. But in the annotation on the last line, it seems pretty obvious that it was a reference to L.A., which, of course, is home to a lot of the U.S. music industry. But Hollywood and a lot of other grisly, glitzy attractions are nearby as well. In a broader sense, Hotel California is a prison of hedonism and addiction. Yeah. Woohoo! Plenty of room at the Hotel California. Any time of year. Any time of year. You can find it here. Plenty of room means there are no... Oh my god. Sorry, the image just kills me. Plenty of room means there are no barrier to the degenerate hedonistic lifestyle. You can start any time. No waiting. Yeah. Okay. Very lascivious. A common complaint of locavore hippies is that with commercial refrigeration, it's possible to have any fruit, vegetable at any time of year, thereby taking all the seasonality slash happiness out of life. Welcome to the Whole Foods, California. <laughs> There's a picture of a Whole Foods. Such a lovely this, place. <laughs> this speaks on the degeneracy that follows the ability to have the world at one's fingertips. What? I am baffled by this one. Everything up to this point would lead me to believe we were going to have one of those lyric sections where there's just going to be like one or two people that just dominate and say like their narrative of what they think the song's about and like excruciating detail using references. Now, like out of nowhere. Every single one of these has been like a different person, by the way. This is insane. (laughs) This one out of nowhere is just like some like aggro anti whole foods thing <laughs> Loc- locavore hippies interesting <laughs> welcome to the whole foods california that's a that's a good that's a good i feel like that's literally a weird out lyric I, like even yeah. if it's not like it should be wow all right quit all right i'm going to i'm going to start verse 2 uh and by the end of the song, I want you to have the first verse of uh, Weird Al's Whole Foods, California. Oh, my God. Right. I'm going to do my best, Spencer. All right. All right. Uh, verse two, Don Henley. Her mind is Tiffany tri- Twisted. Tiffany Twisted is a reference to the Tiffany's jewelry shop. He is referring to a wealthy, bejeweled and glamorous woman who, like the bow around the box, has her mind tied up in the materialism of the life of luxury. Jesus, people are writing their own song lyrics in these descriptions. She's got the Mercedes Benz, uh. (laughs) Pun on Mercedes Benz, possibly a reference to the Janis Joplin song, Mercedes Benz. Uh, the lyrics from that song. Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my lifetime. No help from my friends. So, Lord, why won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? You know why? You know why God won't buy you a Mercedes Benz? Why? Same reason they won't buy you a, uh, a Porsche. They're all fucking German automobiles created by fucking Nazis. It's my 
hating on the Germans moment of the day, everybody. Spencer's German takedown. Yeah. Light them up, Spence. So you can, if so, you will never buy a Mercedes Benz. No. What would you prefer? What's your preferred luxury vehicle, Spencer? Um, ooh. Uh, I don't know. Something Italian, probably. I'm going to get you the smallest Fiat I can find. Nice. It'll basically be a Mario Kart. Um, or, or, I don't remember the name of it, but there's like a really overly fancy Toyota. I'm not even kidding. It's like, hold on. What's the super fancy Toyota? Uh, Toyota luxury. Say glamp for a second. Uh, oh, here it is. Toyota luxury. Well, go the, ahead. The Toyota Century. That's the one. That's the Toyota I'm... Century. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have it doesn't have leather seats. It has. Is it I think it's like wool. Yeah, I think it's wool seats. <laughs> this is nuts. Yeah. I'm looking at this car right now. Yeah, it's like basically um, super rich Japanese people like get these and they're ridiculous. Okay, this is this is what the pod is all for. I I want to be rich enough to afford a Toyota Century. You can't even import them. They're not old enough, and they don't make them for our market. <sighs> That's how rich I'll be, Spencer. It won't matter. Fair enough. And the people will say, "Soul of a Truck Pod, the greatest podcast of all time." We're gonna give you this Toyota Century. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Okay, yeah. Into but but the, the, the monkey's paw would curl and it would be a, a custom Toyota Century with a killer's wrap on it. So, like the big K on the hood and like a big picture of Ronnie's face on the trunk. I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> I would I would think I would I could live with that too for that kind of badass car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh okay, where where are we? Uh, we are she got a lot of pretty pretty boys that she calls friends how they dance in the courtyard sweet summer sweat this verse could refer to the woman in the first verse or another guest of the hotel hotel the list the listener gets the idea that she is a wealthy woman in the line above however she is much past her prime this is obvious because her various sexual partners are referred to as boys indicating a large age difference Maybe they don't even exist. Maybe she's just thinking of the girl she used to be. Who knows? It's the Hotel California. Anything goes. That person's rhyming in there. So the way pretty is overly enunciated leads one to believe that her friends are homosexual. <laughs> um, okay. No, the adjective pretty is often used in a derogatory way to refer to male homosexuals. Uh, why um, is this upvoted so much? I've have you ever have you ever done that? I haven't done that. I've never done that. Downvoted or upvoted? No, refer to a homosexual person as pretty. I've never used it with any sort of inflection. That yeah, way. Like, exactly. Like who? That's I. Uh, I've heard pretty who? be used in terms of men, but that are just like literally like objective or like yeah, objectively beautiful men, you know, like by, yeah. by current, like modern standards. Yeah. 
Ellie one two three. I don't like. I don't like the cut of your jib. That's all I can. All I'm gonna say. Right. All right. This woman is. Hey, it makes me. I think this lyric is about just a woman who's got a lot of men that like are like wrapped around her finger because she's like wealthy and hot and you know well connected. So she just always has like a bunch of boys on call that are just like oh. They're simps. She's got a bunch of simps. Yeah. The song's the song is I've retroactively decided this song is about um modern OnlyFans culture. <laughs> it kind of works, actually. So we're uh, gonna change the meaning of this song and <laughs> Henley be damned. Anyway, some dance to remember, some dance to forget. <laughs> Another great image here. This is these are getting way better than they were at the beginning. Many people dance to remember when they were youthful or special events. That's an awkward sentence. Well, while others dance to forget their troubles, it's the state of mind that the Hotel California gives rise to. We all dance for different reasons. And it's a picture of a man and California has apparently taken a large section of his face and head away. It's someone with California brain. Oh, he didn't get a California shaped head wound. No, it's 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 his brain. It's just that's California. The, that's actually the birthmark that Spencer has. That's that's why he loves Blink-182 so much. That's actually what people from California's brain looks looks like. <laughs> people from California just always have a California shaped brain. As as someone who's from Austin or who's lived here for long enough to consider myself a local and who didn't move here from California. uh. I uh, I am using my I'm exercising my right to make fun of Californians. So, yeah. <laughs> I just did. Well, do it, Spencer. He's taken down Germany. He's taken down Californians. Who's next for the wrath? So I called up the captain. Please bring me my wine. He said, we haven't had that spirit here since 1969. Nice. A spirit is a highly distilled liqueur. Wine is not a spirit. So spirit here is for its other meaning, a mood or feeling. When asked about this wine spirit discrepancy in a 2009 interview with John Soder, Henley responded, Thanks for the tutorial. And no, you're not the first to bring this to my attention. Thanks for the tutorial, the asshole. Is the, right. <laughs> like I can wow, hear he the, gets a little snippy here. Yeah, let's I, read it. This is super snippy. Go on. All right. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the tutorial. And no, you're not the first to bring this to my attention. And you're not the first to completely misinterpret the lyric and miss the metaphor. Believe me, I've consumed enough alcoholic beverages in my time to know how they are made and what the proper nomenclature is. Bitch. But that line, <laughs> but that line in the song has little or nothing to do with alcoholic beverages. It's a sociopolitical statement. My only regret would be having to explain it in detail to you, which would defeat the purpose of using literary devices in songwriting and lower the discussion to some silly and irrelevant argument about chemical processes. Okay, so you know what I learned about about this? Uh, uh, Don Henley's kind of an asshole. (laughs) Damn, just lit this dude up. Like for real, like Jesus. But in his defense, I, we haven't seen this interview, but maybe John Soder was like, don't you know? 
That I, that that wine is not a spirit. Yeah, thanks a lot, fuckwit. <laughs> yeah, like maybe John Soder was equally pissy and like pedantic. Yeah, probably. Okay, go on. <laughs> so what happened in 1969? Nice. A lot. <laughs> 1969, and in particular, the excessive Woodstock Festival and the horrific Altamont Music Festival is often considered the year when the, when the brief reign of social change in the music business ended and the hedonism and cynicism took its ascent. 1969 is also the year that the Catholic Church reorganized its mass to give the common worshipers the same wine as the priests. Nice. But, and it's the year that the polemic Satan Bible was published. In, cert, in short, 1969 is a great shorthand when, like Don Henley, you prefer your lyrics to be a little cryptic. Wow. So I'm looking up this, uh, this Altamont Festival. Kind okay. Of, kind of intense. Let's, uh, uh, hold on. There's, there's a link there. Yeah, uh, yeah. So someone got killed. Who... So, um, so the killing of Meredith Hunter, someone got killed at Altamont. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, just an, just someone who, uh, stabbed and beaten to death by the Hells Angels. Wow. Yeah. Well. And uh, uh, it was caught on camera and uh, we're not going to watch that for the pod because I've already yeah. <laughs> I've already, you know, implicated myself in some some shit today. So we're done for, with Googling things for the rest of the pod. <laughs> Spencer just shouldn't Google for a while. Yeah, just just we're done here. OK. And those vo and still those voices are calling from far away. Wake you up in the middle of the night just to hear them say. The other guests are always on his mind, haunting him. In other words, while he's left the hotel, it's luring him back. Ending the second verse on the same note the first verse ended. There were voices down the corridor, I thought I heard them say. Continues the imagery of a prison, which later turns out to be a prison of vice. Ooh. Voices in the middle of the night are other people staying there, but could also be the realization that you have cravings that you can't escape. They wake you up in the middle of the night. With the transition from I thought I heard to I hear them say, it becomes clear that though he tried to forget his experiences at Hotel California, the sounds keep haunting him, bugging him to return back to Hotel California. Chorus, Don Henley. Welcome to the Hotel California. There's a different annotation for this. Yeah, I know. There's an there is an urban legend that the Hotel California, of which the song all of, is all about, is in Todos Santos, Baja California, Sur, Mexico. And while many other Hotel Californias abound throughout the state, Santa Barbara, San Bernardino, it's important to keep this statement by Glenn Frey. Oh, Glenn Fay, but his name's Glenn Fry in mind. Let's see. What's the statement? Uh, it just oh, links back to the hotel. It's just that. Okay. Wow. That person probably just made a <laughs> Okay. Go ahead. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely face. Such a The song talks about entrapment. Be it. Oh, wait. This is a different one, too? Yeah, no. Wow. It's it's all different. This like is every insane. Single, 
every single fucking lyric. Okay, uh, this concept. Okay, the song talks about entrapment, be it external or from within, the temptations on one hand and the weakness to avoid them, and walking almost knowingly into a trap. The concept has been eternal and documented best in the fable, the poem by Mary Howitt, The Spider and the Fly. Would you like to read The Spider and the Fly, or should we just skip it? Uh, we are going to skip it. You guys can look that up because it's a long poem. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, they living it up at the Hotel California. What a nice surprise. What a nice surprise. Bring your alibis. The excess of American life can come in the form of drugs, prostitution, and many <laughs> other illegal vices. I if like how engage... fucking bored you sound at this point. <laughs> if you engage in such debauchery, oh, you, you better have a story to cover your tracks to make sure you don't fall too deep into the materialistic lifestyle of rock and roll. This also just sounds like it was written by, like, the biggest dork on the planet. For real. If you engage in such debauchery, you better have a story to cover your tracks to make sure you don't fall too deep into the materialistic lifestyle of rock and roll, buster. Verse three, Don Henley. I'm not going to let you read the rest of this because I'm getting bored. <laughs> Mirrors okay. on the ceiling. Jesus, just this one. <laughs> yup. Uh, I've, I've, we're in sleazy hotels often have mirrors on the ceiling. This may be sexual innuendo or suggest that Hotel California is cheap in the sense that it's non permanent, it's a non permanent happiness. However, the mirrors just repeat your actions, much like the way you repeat your memories at Hotel California. The pink champagne on ice. Wow. Pink champagne on ice refers to the sugar coating of the terrible drugged life of Hotel California. The people are literally drinking from rosy hued glasses. Fuck. Or it could just be pink champagne on ice. Yeah. This is just describing what's in the hotel. Could also be California. referred to a very decadent way of drinking rose champagne, which has nothing to do with the enjoyment of the taste. And she said, we're all just prisoners here of our own device. Christ. Uh, the overarching theme of, theme of Hotel California is the hedonism and self-destructiveness of the Hollywood music industry. Drugs, sex, and rock and roll, so to speak. Okay, yeah. Bup, bup, bup. This person's saying the same shit over and cool. over. Cool. And the master's chambers that gathered for the feast. The climax of debauchery. Come. <laughs> There is an uncanny spookiness that goes with these lyrics. Ooh. Everyone is subject to the master. It's something that can't be refused. Master, chamber, and feast are all words associated with high-class things. Okay. Whatever. Next. They stab it with their steely knives, but they just can't kill the beast. Why? this is great. This, this is actually true. I remember them saying this. This line, Steely Adjective, is a shout out to Steely Dan, as Glenn Fry described in the very best of liner notes. They stab it with their steely knives, but they just can't kill the beast was a little posted back to Steely Dan. Apparently, Walter Becker's girlfriend loved the Eagles, and she played them all the time. I think it drove him nuts. So the story goes that they were having a fight one day, and that was the genesis of the line, turn up the Eagles, the neighbors are listening. In everything you did from Steely Dan's The Royal Scam album. Jesus. During the writing of Hotel California, we decided to volley. 
We just wanted to allude to Steely Dan rather than mentioning them outright. So Dan got changed to knives, which is still, you know, a penile metaphor, stabbing, thrusting, etc. I don't want knives and penis to be associated with each other. I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty common association. Uh, Steely Dan were known. Uh, but yeah, um, so you guys got it. We don't need to read about Steely Dan. Last thing I remember, I was running for the door. Uh, his eyes are open to the horrors that take place in the Hotel California. He's running away from his memories and nostalgia so he can go on with real life. Continue. I had to find the passage back to the place I was before. He's trying to find a way back towards self-actualization and realness, so to speak. Away from the materialism and hedonistic culture of... <laughs> Relax, said the nightman. We are programmed to receive. The image of the nightman is that of an overnight guard, but he represents the part of the protagonist that wants to stay and continue partying. Society and human nature seem to both say, relax, when there's a lot of pleasure to be had. Yeah. The line asserts that the human psyche is programmed to enjoy receiving more than giving. That's only natural for people to surrender their desires. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, you can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. And this last annotation has an image of like an edgy hallway. Spooky Looks hallway. Like you're like, yeah, like spooky, but maybe also like just like really fucked up. You can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. You can leave the hotel and go back to normal life seemingly unharmed, but it's still got a hold on you and always will. This is a reference to the glamorous lifestyle and the resonance of addiction. Uh, I'm not reading that. Okay. There's there's a bunch of other shit there. That's and just then, the very next thing. It's just like And then and then and then <laughs> guitar solo, which oh my god. <laughs> I told you this is by far the like most in-depth and like way too much. The guitar solo has a fucking like th like page long annotation. It really does. He's not lying. And then there's a picture of Glenn for uh, uh, the Eagles playing uh, it's, guitars. It's just talking about the guitar solo. I don't fucking. OK. The only part I'm going to comment on is it says and is commonly considered to be one of the best guitar solos of all time. How do you feel about that statement? That's such a hard thing to I I, I couldn't. Like, I could agree or disagree on this, but I could tell you, like, maybe, like, 10 guitar solos that I really care about that much. Guitar solos and things like that really are just, like, whatever. Yeah, basically. Especially, like, what do you, what's your measurement? Like, how good it sounds or, like, how technically good it is? Because it's not t technically that. Yeah, it's just like, it's, impressive. It's kind of low tempo. It's not really. Yeah. It doesn't sound chill. hard. You know, it's you know, it. Go ahead. You know what the greatest you know what the greatest guitar solo of all time is? Hmm. The guitar solo in Punk Rock Girl. Dead serious. Like look it up or like look up what people say about it. A lot of people talk about how it's a surprisingly technically complex guitar solo, but it's out but it's done so low key that no one thinks about it. Great interesting. Great guitar solo. Check it out. Punk Rock Girl by the Dead Milkman. 
Well, we finally finished the lyrics. Yeah. Fuck that. What do you got next for me? Fuck. Uh, believe it or not, Michael. We actually have some fucking name the sames this week. Oh, my God. They're different songs. It's not Hotel California. Oh, trust me. I had to go through all of the songs on Genius titled Hotel California to confirm that these were originals. So would you like to hear these? Yeah. All right. Okay. Up. So this is uh, the artist present P.R.Z.N.T. present and their song Hotel California. Okay. This looks very new. Oh. I might pull up to the scene and sail around when I'm in Hotel California, California. I think I think the most poignant lyric here is party with the Molly and the Zans after hours. And I'm waiting for her, waiting for her, waiting for her. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the rhyming of California with for her, with for her, with can't afford her, with California, with California. Uh, I really appreciate how varied that is. I actually kind of liked it. I hate to tell you. Well, Spencer. You need to crank that when next time you're picking up a fly honey and just say, this is who I am. Um, that might have been the whitest thing you've ever said, Michael. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I've said much whiter things than that. Uh, OK, so this is uh, the artist Big Baby Gucci, all one word. And their song, Hotel California. One Night I Took Acid. This is by Big Baby Gucci. Yeah, it's, yeah. One Night, the number one night I took acid. No, it just says one night. Also, this song was released literally less than a month ago. Wow. May 14th, 2021. Big Baby Gucci. Well, Spencer, you can no longer use that name. I get what I want, I get what I deserve. I gotta read these lyrics too. They're interesting. Wow. That was dope. Now, when I read this, this is this is what I'm thinking. This is once we've got the Toyota Century, this is what our life will be like, Spencer. We'd be taking shots of 42 and Don Julio. 
need a bitch that's freaky. She trying to fuck in the studio. And all these women be so wicked. I love it. And I can't get it all. Basically us in the Toyota Century. Yes, with the custom killer's rap, of course. Yes. Hi, Mom. This is the stupidest episode we've ever done. We've topped ourselves again. Every week, we just make ourselves lives. Spencer, do you have a dating app? Do you do dating apps? No. Oh, damn. You got to start using need a bitch that's freaky. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, so there's no <laughs> so there's no live versions. The Killers have never played this song live, unfortunately. Uh, do we want to see a live version by the Eagles? What do we want to do here? I've seen this. I've seen the Eagles play live. I saw them actually at the front row of ACL. Nice. When they played at ACL. I think so, my mom was actually at that ACL. Yeah, we crowd surfed together. It was sick. Hell yeah. She was like, you're going to be friends with my son one day. And I was like, how old is he? Like 14? I don't, <laughs> it's probably, I don't know. It's probably exactly how it happened. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Your mom was, uh, she also had the shots of 42 and Don Julio. It's true. It's true. Sorry, I'm crunching a can right now. Recycling? Yeah. Yeah, that was the most dishonesty I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm terrible. It all goes in one big pit where Spencer burns his trash. I mean, it's better than it end up in a landfill. <laughs> just fucks the. Yes. It just fucks up the uh, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. It's a little give and take. Yeah, you know. But okay, so so other than crowd surfing with my mom, how was it? Do you want to see if we can find that performance, maybe? Yeah, if you can find that performance, I'm down. It was pretty good. They were, of course, amazing. It was the Eagles, so they, you've been doing it forever, and they were all really good at their instruments. They played all the hits, uh, played for a long time. Let's see here. They played ACL 2010. That probably was it. It was either 2009 or 2010. I actually was like 15. Yep. Um, Your mom was a prophet. Uh, Hotel California. Let's see here. Uh, the Eagles ACL 2K10 Hotel California. All right, put it in the watch together. Uh, give me a moment. This is this looks to be real potato quality. Oh, just like all videos back then were. Yep. Look at look at that flip phone in the left side of the screen. Yeah. I was here. Not I was on the other side of the stage though. Ah. Cause I was closer to the I can't even tell who that is because this paid potato quality. Isn't Joe Walsh usually on the right? No, but I don't actually know who's in the Eagles. Joe Walsh is in the Eagles. See? And so is Glenn Frey, Glenn Frey, Don Henley. And then the bass player's name is. He sings only one song, though, for the Eagles that anybody knows. He's got the really high voice. Oh, I don't know who that is. Uh, Scumpy McGavin. That was it. 
No. It's not really his name. I just made that up, Spencer. Yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. So I promised this week I would do a new ad for the podcast. Okay. So, but unfortunately, this week doesn't really have a lot of. There's no, we didn't, we're not doing covers this week. We're, it's, we're doing kind of a hybrid cover section, but because I said I would do a new ad, we're going to do a new ad. So, okay. Listen to this new ad. I believe the criteria were I barely mention Anchor and I just talk about some weird thing and then I say the special Anchor catchphrase at the end of it. And uh, we see if uh, they still keep giving us money. Okay. That's the uh that's the thing that we're doing. All right, we're bold. Yeah. All right, so so check that ad out now. Wow, that was a hell of a ad, eh, Michael? Oh wow. I I'm blown away. Very original, and it's going to suck for the people who listen to the podcast for the first time. Don't know the context of that that I brought up two weeks ago, and are just weirded out by it. So that's fun. So instead of in <laughs> lieu of covers this week, I have decided to seek out as many covers of the song Hotel California by professional bands as I could, and we're going to listen to a lot of them. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, so this is the band Our Last Night. Okay. So what exactly does cutting holes in your symbol do? Uh, I don't know. Uh, drummers of the pod, let us know. Tweet at us. That is, I welcome to voices I did not expect to hear from a band that sounded like this. This has kind of got like a like a hardcore vibe, like a late hard or post hardcore vibe. It's like it's like heavy metal simple plan. That's kind of sick, though. Right. That was well done. Let's let's see if they let's see if they go to halftime or go to double time for the chorus. Also, let's see if there's going to be other singers. Halftime. They slowed it down again. Yeah. Then double time. Oh, no, no. I love it when like bands go to double time for half yeah. the chorus. I think that shit's sick. That was well, way to go, y'all. Who was that? That was our last night. What'd you think of that? All right. That was good. That was, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. All right. Now, this is one we've both heard before. Okay. Um, this is from this is the artist, the Gypsy Kings uh, in Spanish, and you might recognize this one. And if you don't, 
Oh yeah, I definitely recognize yeah, this one. Yeah, everyone recognizes this one. And uh, there's a link to the lyrics, and we're gonna Google Translate that shit. Oh, perfect, yeah. Because I love translating things from Spanish to English to Spanish. English to Spanish to English. Wow. Uh, and then the Jesus throws the bowling ball. Right. Scores a strike. And then Walter just goes, eight year olds, dude. <laughs> this is taking too long. Let's skip ahead. We know where we're going here. Oh, what an incredible version. This is so good. It's so good. Something, something, the dude and Donnie go bowling. What's <laughs> what's your favorite moment in the film? The Big Lebowski, Michael? Oh, geez, that's tough to I, I really love that film. So. Uh, I mean, I do love Walter and his antics in the bowling alley. But uh, I don't know. I've, I've, I've always I, go ahead. I mean, other than other than the Big Lebowski and uh, Kingpin. What is what are the other bowling movies like? Those are the two quintessential bowling films of our time. You know? Yeah, I mean, those are about it. I can't really think of anything else. I was just going to say that. uh my when he meets the real Lebowski and or the one that everybody's really been looking for and he learns about the little Lebowski urban achievers. I think that's a, a that whole moment, that whole bit is great. Just being with uh, in the rich guy's house. Uh, I was on a basketball, a YMCA basketball team uh, for a couple summers called the little Lebowski urban achievers. We were really bad. Oh, my God. Uh, according to Google, uh, a completely safe thing to Google for is bowling movies, by the way. Mystery Men is considered a bowling movie. Really? So, yeah, definitely. I guess that makes sense. I, I mean, need to watch Mystery Men again. It's been a long time. Yeah, the 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 one of the one of the heroes yeah. has a has a possessed skull bowling ball. Right. That's that's like her dad's skull or something. OK, yeah, I, I, it's all fuzzy for me. Uh, fun fact, that's that's the actual movie that All Star has the music video for. That's right. Yes, we talked about this before. On yes. OK, so next up, we've got Ali B. Shore uh, with an exclamation point in his right. cover of Hotel California. This is Al B. Sure, not Ali B. Sure. Oh, Al B. Sure. I seem to recall this one comes pretty quick, so I'm not going to skip it.
This sounds like the, this sounds like it could be in the Star Trek series. Okay, okay. <laughs> it really does. Not this part. Whoa. This is some like sexy late '90s R&B. Right. This is more like early 90s R&B because yeah. these keyboards are doing a really poor job at Im simulating the instruments they're supposed to sound like, especially yeah. the horns. It's kind of hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the backup singers, that was pretty cool. Hell yeah. Also, apparently, I'll be sure has another album called Sexy Versus. Yeah. Sexy versus who? Yeah. Sexy, Sexy versus. versus who? Nice. Because that's not how you spell versus. You know, Michael, it's quit being so pedantic. <laughs> I'm just being correct. I, I, there's a very interesting... This image of like, I guess, an Al B. Sure two disc set is very interesting because it's like one album, which I can't read the name of the album here. Oh, it's Private Times and the Whole Nine, which uh, the Hotel California is on. And he just looks like he's like in reverent thought with fist clasped in other hand. And then uh, the one that Spencer's referencing, Sexy Versus. Sexy Versus uh, the he, Parental Advisory sticker, I, we assume. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's very against the parental advisory sticker because he thinks he should just be able to talk about slanging and banging without being censored. But he's got a gold chain around his hand, and he looks uh, like lost in thought, staring away a thousand yards stare. But both of these albums are on top of an image of, I guess that's I'll be sure. I can't tell from this photo, staring down at a woman that he's going to kiss, it looks like. It's I, what are you reading from this, Spencer? What is this? You hit the nail on the head. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> I I wish I could do better for you guys, but this is this is exactly what I'm looking at. Yeah. So there's no video for this. It was just that's no just a slideshow of of Albie sure. All right. Next up, we've got Magic Fashik. OK. Uh, and their cover of Hotel California. Whoa. Did you ever play um, Deadly Premonitions? Yes, the first one. Yeah. Yes. This music sounds like it's from that. <laughs> that game is so weird. With the fucking horns, just like, yes. just like, just fucking. <laughs> oh, it's reggae. Magic Fashik. Ooh, I like that. That might be my favorite one. I like that one a lot. Well, we have uh, Spencer's favorite. I That was pretty good. Uh, it had I, a good vibe. I really like the way the drum sounded in that one. That was super dope. Uh, OK, so next up, we're going to we're going to we're going to change pace a little. 
This is the artist Jorn. And this is actually a music video, so. Explain what's going oh, on. Oh, man. Okay, well, there's a, fl a fl like a campfire, but that the sound is turned way up on. There's really a lot of sound campfire noise in this track. Okay, there, it just dissipated. And now the flame has sublimated the screen. It's burning, but then there's an image of, like, a thunderstorm and um, a bell tower on the horizon and what appears to be maybe a California skyline somewhere at sunset. There's also uh, there's a, a man... Yeah, there's some man with long hair and a like a goat. handlebar mustache. Yeah, it's not even a goatee. Throwing, he's like throwing logs on that fire that we heard earlier. Uh, there's been imposed images of a, a bird, I believe a raven? Uh, I don't know why. That one's pretty intimidating. Whoa, I was not expecting this. He looks, he looks like Steven Seagal, kinda. <laughs> like he's got the same like squintiness. Mail, mission mail. Just grabbed a burning log and just. He sang that entire song sitting at the fl the fire. He wasn't yeah. dancing. Yeah, he just he was he trying just to look intimidating. There. Yeah, but there's only so intimidating you can be looking like you know, you know, Scout Leader Dan, dressed in black, about to tell a spooky story. Big time dad vibes. Like yeah, like cool, metal, cool dad vibes. Yeah, like cool metal dad vibes. That guy. That's the type of dad that'll let you shoot a gun, but is actually really bad about gun safety. Exactly. <laughs> and he has like a shark tooth necklace. <laughs> That's the only kind of necklace those kind of dads have. It's true. There's like a there's like a 95% chance this guy drives a lifted F150 or F250. I'm sorry. Okay, without looking it up, describe the difference between the F150, 250 and also 350. It might be a lifted 350. I know there's it, maybe that's the one that everybody gets lifted. It's like they're just bigger trucks. Like the F-150 is like a, a normal size truck, I guess. Um, probably not even by like world standards, but by American standards, it's like a normal truck. Sometimes it's only got two seats. You can get a bigger version that has four seats. But the F-250 and F-350, I think F-350 is the one that has the diesel engine and people get lifted. So it's like driving a small monster truck. Uh, okay, so Wikipedia just has the F series and it only talks about the 150. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> what the F? Oh, okay, I get it. So there's the F series, which is the F-150. And then beyond that, it's the Ford Super Duty, and that's the 250 and 350 Fs. <laughs> but 
Press F to pay respects, everybody. I'm paying them. Damn. Oh, all right. That's the next one. What do you got for me? Thanks, Jorn. Uh, it's Jorn. Jorn. Sorry, Jorn. Okay, so this is Madeline. Okay. Changing it up a little bit. one of those this is my oh. probably my favorite theme from the bond movie hotel california this is my least favorite of these so far what's going on there's like another yeah like 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 the woman's voice is fine yeah but, but why is that guy that i don't want to hear any more of that we're good Let's go to the chorus. Let's see what the chorus sounds like. Skipping ahead a little bit. Oh, I skipped the chorus. Don't care anymore. Um, <laughs> pass. Pass. Uh, okay, well, here's one that we might like. Okay. Uh, this is uh, our collective favorite uh lounge singing artist with a dirty sounding name if you pronounce the shortened version of his name Richard Cheese ooh yes it's Dick Cheese uh yeah I know Spencer familiar with Richard Cheese he does some tremendous covers what's your favorite Richard Cheese cover mm, I really like Down With The Sickness I mean, that's that's a classic one. On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair. All right, skip ahead. Warm smell. Do it. Any time of year. Oh. That's some lovely lounge music. Yeah. I didn't know he covered Nookie. Oh. That sounds awesome. Have you not heard that? No. All right, we're looking it up. Last thing I remember, I was running. It's actually both Nookie and Break Stuff. Okay. Check. One, one, two. I came into this world as a reject. Look oh, wow. Pass. Brain. Oh wait, it's hot. I know that song. Hey. 
That was phenomenal. That that was incredible. Ten out of ten. Good work, Richard Cheese. Yeah, that's a, he does a great job. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know that, but well, he and Lounge Against the Machine do a great job. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, Richard Cheese is not the sole proprietor of Richard Cheese. <laughs> What's next for me? Oh boy. Okay, so this one's got. <laughs> Okay, I described this in the Google Doc as Kid Rock vibes. I want to know what you think. Okay. So this is, uh, I believe it's Alabama 3, but it just says A3 here. And this is their cover of uh, Hotel California. Uh, It does kind of have like an edgy... It's just, it's, I mean, I don't really listen to Kid Rock, so I don't know. Maybe very early Kid Rock. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like not early. really. Now, now that this came through, no. Really? Okay. What does this, this sound is, like to you? Like a shitty, like they're trying to rip off like Prodigy and did a really shitty job of it. Yeah, but Prodigy is good. Right, and that's why they did a shitty job of it. They tried and failed and just made it like... It's like... Man, no, not even Prodigy. I don't know what... It's like... it's like even classify it's like, that as... It's like really chill, insane clown posse, maybe. Right. <laughs> Very whack. Not yeah. my... That, that also... At least that one was... I don't know. It's between that one and that one with like the woman and then Madeline... That Madeline one that I was like, what the fuck is going on with the song? Those are the two worst so far. Okay, so this one's in German. And also, uh, you need to. OK, before you do this, you need to open up the uh, the lyrics, which are linked. Okay. And then you need to right click translate oh. to English. OK. Right. Because so this guy is covering it, uh, but he clearly just doesn't know the words. And it's just like I think this is like a comedy bit. And this is Renald Graham. No shit, moment. Here it doesn't matter. Here, now it's coming. You can check out any time you like. Now come on, take care. Welcome to the wow. Hotel California. Any lighting days? Any days. <laughs> it's great. Everything is right. Or should I say da da do do? It's true, it's true. Ich muss sagen, da geht nichts drüber. Es ist ein Wurf, ne? Bitte licht er auf, Mann. Und ich denke mir die letzte Zeit immer einmal so ein Hit schreiben. So ein Welthit. Einmal, das kann doch nicht. Wow. That was incredible. Reinhold Grebe. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Perfect song. Hilarious. I did, I did not expect that. Yeah. 
All well, right. well done, Spencer. Yeah. Well done, Reynold. Yeah. So next up, we've got the band uh, Big Daddy. Uh, my recollection is this has like some uh, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy vibes. It might be the same band. I don't know. Did did Big Bad Voodoo Daddy decide to pay, become badder and pick up Voodoo at one point, and then they became Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, or like what? I mean, who, I don't know. Who the hell knows? Let's see here. So Big Daddy is on a dark desert highway. Oh my god! Cool wind in my hand. Uh, they their first album was 1983. Rising up, and this is from the record. What really happened to the band of '59? And they do covers. They're a cover band. They've covered Ice Ice Baby. That's kind of interesting. Like a doo-wop version of that? Or like a surf rock? Yeah, surf rock. Like early. Wow. Listen to this. I'm kind of into it. I was thinking to myself, this could be heaven, this could be hell. And then she lit up a candle, and she showed me the way. Oh my God. The voices in the corridor, I thought I heard them say, welcome to the hotel, California. That was dope. And we got to listen to this. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, stop, collaborate, and listen. Ice is back with a brand new invention to the extreme. This somehow made this white rap song even whiter. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights, watch me go. I think I was. I, do you feel as a, what do you call this type of music? Because I'm wrong. It's not. It's not surf rock. Yeah, that's surf rock. You think so? It's got. Yeah, I guess it's, it is. Or it's like rockabilly, I guess, would be the yeah. other term. Yeah, it's got that like 50s rock thing going on. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's like rockabilly. Well, Big Daddy, that's appropriate for that name. You play that song in the malt shop while you do the twist with your best girl. OK, so this is a uh, Nancy Sinatra and her cover of Cal uh, Hotel California. And somehow Nancy Sinatra managed to make this six and a half minute song seven and a half minutes. Well done, Nancy. We're skipping ahead halfway. Yeah, please. No one's saying yet. Well, this is the end of the solo, so hopefully we'll hear a part. All right, skipping ahead again. <laughs> wow. No wonder it's seven and a half minutes long. Yeah, they let the fucking guitarist just keep going. Come on. on the Thank you. Pink champagne on ice. And he said, we are all just prisoners here of our own device. And in the master's chambers, they gathered for the feast. Stab it with their stealing knives, but they just can't kill the beast. The last thing I remember 
I mean, that was fine. That was that was fine. Yeah, <laughs> that was okay. There's nothing special about that. Okay, next up, there's a couple more of these. We're almost done, and I saved. I promise you, I saved the the best, the best one for last. All right, you will. It's. I promise you, it's worth it. It better be worth it. Okay, so next up, we've got Tangerine Dream, and I, is I don't understand Tangerine Dream. They made a bunch of movie songs for movies, right? They were like that band that made a bunch of soundtracks. Maybe. On a dark desert highway, cool wind in my head, warm smell of colitas rising up through the air, up ahead in the distance. Saw shimmering lights. My head grew heavy and my sight grew Skipping dead. ahead. I had to stop. Yeah. Got Mercedes Benz. Just to hear them say, Welcome to the hotel. This is, this was like the most boring version. Yeah. That was so boring. Yeah. Like, I need like a nap and like caffeine <laughs> after that. Okay, this one had a great band name, so. Okay. All right, so this is the artist Metal. Metal. It's metal, but it's spelled weird. Metal, the witness. And it looks like the type of tapestry that's in like a meditation room somewhere. Yeah, it was. uh, This is supposed to be a prog metal cover. Metal. Did I say metal or metal? Me- I don't know. Whatever. Unclear. Saw shivering light. My head Oh, there's the prog rock drums right there. Alright, once we get to the chorus, I'm gonna skip. I head to the end solo because I want to see if the solo is sick. Also, I want to see if it picks up in the chorus. Ooh, that's kind of spoopy. Alright, I'm going to skip ahead to the end. Metal. Rounding, <laughs> rounding for the dog. All right, that was fine. That's a that sounded like prog rock. I mean, this song has just been like my brain is turning into mush listening to this song over and over. Even though I established right at the beginning, I've heard this song a million times. Yeah, I know, right? Don't worry. You really can never leave. No one's ever listened to this song. Uh, no one's listened this far. We can say whatever we want at this point. <laughs> Give me uh, your most controversial political opinion, Michael. Um, and this is the main squeeze, everybody. And they're vibing on those keys. That simp. Yeah. That is a very aggressive man bun.
Whoa. I did not expect to have to be blessed with this singer. I love everything about this. This is beautiful. I was worried it was just going to be those two guys over there on the left. And fucking we were going to get something whack. Fucking keyboard guy is just fucking vibing. Right. He is living for it. He fucking microdosed something and is fucking just big on the music right now. Also, what a weird microphone choice. <laughs> Perfect. We get to see Key Guy go nuts. Fucking oh man, that guy's on tambourine bongos. Tambourine bongos. That's a that's my stage name. Tambourine bongos. Yeah. Also, I like how this band took a six and a half minute song and made it somehow eight minutes. <laughs> eight. <laughs> this is just one of those songs, I guess. Yeah. All right. So I saved the best for last. And oh, perfect. Let's see. All right, you ready? I'm very ready. This is William Hung. Singing oh, Hotel California. Yes. Wow, perfect picture too. And we cannot skip the intro. We gotta build this. You know, some very weird piano keys that they've entered in where they're like using this like soaring effect on them. For for the record, this or um God. Unbelievable. Pure art. Flawless. I already did. Oh. Here it is. I wasn't going to pause. I was just going to see how long you would let it go. Only in America. You know, one of the great success have, stories of our time. I don't care what it right, is. Truthfully, I mean, like, like took like, the world by storm. William like, Hung, like for real, like motherfucking more successful than like than like 85 percent of American Idol winners. All right. You know, fuck. 
Imagine buying the William Hung album, though. Who cares? <laughs> uh, right? Infinity more successful. Definitely. Right. I mean, he, All right. he crushed it. He crushed like, it. Like, who even the fuck is Fantasia Barino? I don't fucking know. Do you know? No, but I definitely know who William Hung is. Exactly. Fucking uh, Chris Allen. Who the fuck's that? I don't know. Right. Fucking half these motherfuckers not as successful as fucking William Hung. The fucking that's all we need to say. All right. The best. That was the best one. That's my final answer. Give me my million, Regis. And welcome to Dated Jokes, starring Spencer and Michael. Who the fuck even hosts? Uh, uh, who wants? To, is that show? Does that show even exist anymore? Who wants to be a millionaire? It does. Oh. And it's had so many hosts at this point. But who's the current host? Um, let's see. Who wants to be a millionaire? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel now? Who's the current host? Because it's presented by Regis Philbin, Philbin, Meredith Vieira, Cedric the Entertainer, Terry Crews, Chris Harrison, Jimmy Kimmel. Who's the 2020 reboot? Um, yeah, with, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Oh. It's going to be the new host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I mean... so. Is he gonna bring up Joel the lump of coal? I hope so. I don't know. Uh, that's the most uh, incredible fact we'll leave you with today is that uh, William Hung is a seventy third generation descendant of Confucius. How, how do you fucking? How do people? How do you learn that about yourself? <laughs> you gotta have like a detailed ancestry. Okay, well, you know, your family has just been passing down that ancestry. You know what? I believe it. So, Michael, after after all that, that was all the covers. We're not doing any other. There's no Gerwigs this week. All right. Yay. Nothing but consummate professionals. So, Michael, what are your final thoughts on the killer's cover of? Hotel California. Uh, I I like this cover. Um, it's been so long since I've listened to the Killers version of it. I'm <laughs> all blending together in my head, but it's been hundreds. I thought of it years. was cool. I, I liked it a lot, and uh, I wish that more. But really, the MVPs of the Killers version, I've got to be honest, are Rhythms Del Mundo. So that's kind of how I feel about it. So they they really carry the song, but Brand, I do like Brandon's uh, vocals a lot as well. So. Yeah, even though he sounds like a spooky, spooky ghost. Yes. Haunting the Hotel California. So yes. anyway, <laughs> sorry, I was bringing up the all the shit I got to read. OK. But I wanted to, like, let that moment soak. Like yeah, a yeah, like yeah. a sponge, because I know you're tired and hungry and you don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> anyway, you your thing. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you made it all the way to the end here, why further? Why? 
But thank you so much for giving us support and listening. Uh, if you want to f- support us financially, you can always support us on Anchor. Or you can support us on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash soul of a truck killers podcast. Try to follow us on Twitter where I am generally on and sometimes trolling. That's at soul of a truck pod and follow us on Instagram where Michael will post memes and humor related to the killers on a regular basis. I've been Spencer Palio and with me as always is Michael Nance. Michael, say goodbye. I love you. On dark desert highway, a cool wind in my hand, a warm smell of Kalitas rising up through the air. Up ahead in the distance, I saw a shimmering light. My head grew heavy and my sight grew dim. I had to stop for the night. Oh, she's